Hey everybody, welcome to a live Cleveland edition of the Doghouse from Casa Florjancic. Andy McNamara alongside Matt Florjancic. Beautiful Cleveland, Ohio, here for Rams and Browns on the Doghouse Show. Brought to you by Cleveland Whiskey right here. ClevelandWhiskey.com, at ClevelandWhiskey on Twitter, at ClevelandWhiskey on Instagram. Folks, it's a big game and there's a lot of obstacles in the way for the Cleveland Browns. So we're going to break it all down for you here. On the doghouse, SB Nation, dogs by nature. Now, Matt, injuries galore for the Browns in a situation where you can't really afford that with this Rams team. No, this is a good Rams squad um, when they're even remotely healthy, and they're better than remotely healthy. I know today they listed Aaron Donald as being questionable for the game. Oh, please. I, I think that's Let giving the Browns a little bit of false hope because <sighs> I'm pretty sure Aaron Donald's going to find a way to get into that game yeah. uh, and raise hell like he normally does. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I'm a little concerned about the injury front because the Browns are beaten up. They just announced today – David Njoku on IR, mm. uh, so he's going to be down for at least eight weeks, maybe the whole season. We don't know. Broken uh, wrist, right? Broken wrist yeah. in addition to the concussion. Demarius Randall's missing a second straight Still. game with the concussion. Uh, and then they had another starter who was ruled out as Christian well. Kirksey. Christian Kirksey chest. with a chest injury yeah. is going to be out too. So they're missing three key pieces. And they're very thin on the offensive line. Chris mm -hmm. Hubbard is questionable. Yeah, uh, He's their starting right tackle as of now. If he can't go, then McCray is going to slide in, and then Corbett would likely have to be active, and they might have to stick him as a tackle at some point. You know, which he was at Nevada, but right. he, he always projected as being an interior uh, blocker rather than an edge blocker. And he's been a healthy scratch. Twice. Which yeah, is also which a concern. It's concerning, yeah, yeah, because normally when you pick a guy number one in the second round, mm -hmm. he's a starter, if not in year one, definitely by year two. Yeah. Uh, not the case, and... A little concerning. Um, I kind of like Justin McCree, though, coming over from Green Bay as the right tackle because I thought when he filled in in spot duty, Matt, he looked pretty good. Yeah. He was yeah, pretty he, solid. He's a swing guy. He handled himself admirably. I think yes. is, for given the situation that they were up against, right. I thought he did a, a very good job you didn't of notice keeping him. things going. Yeah, exactly. Which is good. It wasn't a glaring – there wasn't anything glaring about his performance right. in a negative way. Right. And anytime you can stick an offensive lineman in the game – and nobody can tell you what he did, that usually means Perfect. he did his job. Yes, absolutely. So you can get us on Twitter, at AndyMCD1, at MattFloorJancic, Instagram, at MattFloorSports, at AndyMCSports. So, Matt, we go up against the L.A. Rams, and one thing that might be an advantage for Cleveland is that right tackle side for the Rams, not doing very well. They have a, a kind of a banged up, a little bit of a, an interior. So I'm thinking... Maybe you pop Miles Garrett. You hope he can wreak some havoc. The problem to me is Jared Goff and Sean McVay are so good at game planning and those quick out passes, which Baker Mayfield also needs to learn. Take like Cooper Cup, but at least maybe you can have the the option of, of maybe getting a Jared Goff. Yeah, I I agree with you on the quick uh, release that Goff has, and it's basically predicated off the athletes that they have right. around him. Uh, Robert Woods is a phenomenal talent, yeah. and he's kind of the unsung hero of the group on offense for the Rams. You know, everybody talks about Gurley, mm -hmm. Brandon Cooks, Goff, you know, all these other guys, but they forget about how good Robert Woods is as a football player, yeah, right. and he can run end arounds, he can catch the sore passes and take him 65 yards. I know because he's on my fantasy team, <laughs> and he's really, really good at what he yep. does. 
I also have Brandon Cooks, and he can take the top off a of defense just like that. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it it is challenging because they do have so many options that tend to get open on either crossing routes or deep routes. But still, I mean, Miles Garrett can do things that normal men cannot do. He is a phenom. And I am confident that he is going to wreak some kind of havoc in that backfield. I hope. And the thing, I know we don't want the penalties, right? We don't want penalties. But what I love about Miles Garrett is his aggressiveness. You can pull back aggressive. You can't teach aggressive. And the way he, and, you know, hope Trevor Simeon's doing all right. But good God. The way that D-line got to Trevor Simeon. Matt, it was like me and you playing quarterback. It was just like, snap, oh, oh boy. and you just go down. Like, that's what I would do. I would fall down and hope that I wasn't killed by the <laughs> defensive line. But that's what Miles Garrett was able to do in company. So you hope you can do that. The other question is what's turned into a bit of a dynamic duo. They're, taking the, they're doing the Kawhi Leonard quote load management on Todd Gurley, him and Malcolm Brown. That's still a very dynamic running game that can hurt you too. Yeah, the, we talk about Goff and his ability to affect the game with quick releases. I forgot personally to mention how good the backs are at yeah, being all-around yeah. players. Yep. And they can catch the ball out of the backfield, but they could also take it 75 yards mm -hmm. around left end in the blink of an eye. I mean, they have a very talented running back core, and they're just loaded with weapons. Everywhere you look at this Rams yeah. team offensively, they are absolutely loaded with premier talent. Yeah, they are built. They've been built great, and, and it's maybe projecting what the Browns might be in a couple of years once you get used to the system and build up and, and whatever the case might be. But you got that solid defensive front run by Aaron Donald and a quality overall secondary. Matt, to me, the key has to be, and Baker Mayfield admitted this. Freddie Kitchens admitted this. You cannot go for the home run ball. You go for the home run ball all the time against that Rams D, Aaron Donald's going to be in your business all day. I want, and what happened in the last game? 10-yard pass to Odell Beckham Jr. Went for 89-yard touchdown. Let your playmakers play. That's right. Get it in their hands. Just get the ball to guys yeah. that can make things yeah. happen. Nick Chubb. Uh, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, the list goes on of weapons that this mm -hmm. team has, and they're not as deep as the Rams, but they still have guys. Absolutely. They're deeper than they've ever been offensively, at least in the, the 10 years previous that I've covered them. I've no never doubt. seen the talent level that they have now. Now it's a matter of putting it together on game day and kind of using the Rams as a model of how to do it. Yeah, yeah, great point. And we're brought to you by Cleveland Whiskey, clevelandwhiskey.com. In Cleveland here, guys, I picked up the 87 proof. So you got the original bourbon, which is phenomenal. I'm going to try the, it has the orange top. That's what kind of got me with the Cleveland Browns. You got the 87 proof original bourbon, but try the award-winning black cherry. You got the hickory wood. You got the rye, all sorts of stuff. Clevelandwhiskey.com on Twitter, at Cleve Whiskey. Instagram, at Cleveland Whiskey. Um, Matt, when you look at maybe possible weapons that could pop in for the Browns as a little bit of dark horses, Richard Higgins has... Uh, Hollywood Higgins, uh, the banged up knee. Is he going to be at 100%? I'm looking at these two guys. Is he going to be active? Well, Last week he wasn't active. He wasn't active. Monday night game. What are we hearing with that? Is he He's questionable. questionable. There, there's a long list of guys there's that are questionable. There's a lot of guys. Uh, Higgins, Hubbard, uh, Chris Smith, Greedy Chris Williams, Smith. Denzel Ward. I mean, the Ooh. list just goes on and on. You got to get uh, those corners there, you, man. You, you have to get them healthy and ready for game day. Yeah. If you try to go against Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, Jared Goff, 
Todd Gurley. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, who I also have in another fantasy league. I have all three of the Rams receivers, actually, They're good. in the fantasy league. They're good. They all get me points, so They're I good. appreciate it. But uh, I'm hoping they don't get Not like, an insane amount of points on Sunday, but no. just, we, just enough for me to win my game, but we, for the Browns. We hope win. the Browns win like 50-45. And, yeah, and total shootout. Yeah. yeah, and they get their points. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so when you look at dark horses, though, these are two guys I want to pick your brain about. Ricky Seals-Jones, tight end. For the Browns. Now, he was picked up, I believe, end of preseason. Yes. Right? And I've been tracking this guy the last couple of years. With Washington, all of the athletic talent in the world. He was a five-star high school recruit. He was a converted wide receiver. Couldn't stay healthy. He could be somebody, and I don't know how comfortable he is with the offense or whatever, but that is a playmaking potential guy that maybe could take over for David Njoku. The second one... Taewon Taylor from the Titans, that guy in the slot, we haven't seen anything out of him at all. But he's got that little bit of speed that can make one guy miss, and he can take it deep. What do you think of those two? They have to figure out a way to involve those guys in the game plan. David Njoku's receptions have to go somewhere, Mm -hmm. and they can't go all to Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry. No, You have to involve other guys because if you don't, you're basically giving the defense an excuse to double team your best playmakers. Yeah, and you're done. And you're you're hurting after that. So they really need to get other guys involved. And Seals Jones has a little bit of a connection with Freddie Kitchens dating back to Arizona. Right. So you would think that he'd be a better uh, a better fit than maybe Demetrius Harris, mm-hmm. who has struggled mightily since coming over from the That's surprising. Kansas City Chiefs. He, That's surprising. You know, he said he was really looking forward to proving he was an all-around tight end, but there are days in practice where he couldn't catch a cold on the frozen lake in January. Wow. Like, he just struggles That surprised me. And, I mean, it's not for lack of effort. He he is a hard worker, and I'm not taking anything away from him there. I'm just saying that he cannot put together consistent practices Mm. enough where you can say, okay, we can slide him him into the starting line. And and to be honest with you, in all all fairness, yes, he can. Um, That's primarily the role that he played in Kansas City was a blocker. Okay. Um, but to that point as well about consistency, David Njoku was far from the most consistent guy in the, no, in the huddle as well. Right. So uh, that tight end, and this has been a league-wide epidemic for a couple of years now, uh, if you don't have Ertz, Kelsey, or Kittle, you're basically hoping that a second-tier guy like Delaney Walker can get you 10 or more fantasy points in a game. Who's 36 years because old. Because otherwise it's a black hole, if you will, of fantasy points. And you screw know. you, Delaney Walker, by the way. Yeah. Well, he put up a lot of points <laughs> in week one. Yeah, I know that did. much. He did. He did. Everybody put up points in week one. And that's okay. Matt, people were asking me on TSN, oh, Andy, are the Titans for real? I said, no. No, the Titans are not for real. They're still hot garbage. They're still as plain and bland as canned potatoes, waterlogged and boring. Okay? Because the Browns gave you two freaking football fields worth of penalties. I'm going to settle down. Sorry. No, that's... Okay. Uh, it drives me people nuts. People love this. Titans, <laughs> Titans people. Listen to me. The Titans are not good. They're not a good football team. The Browns are. The problem might be, though... How quickly can they put that together against a real tough schedule? Because we got the Rams, then we got what Baltimore, 
And then, and then the Monday night game against San Francisco on the road, and then a couple of weeks after that, you get the Patriots. Good, I mean, you, you, yeah. You've got a. We all knew that the first eight games were going to be rough. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it at nauseum throughout the preseason that this first eight weeks with, without the likes of Kareem Hunt and without knowing what yeah. Odell and Jarvis were going to be able to do after out. having not played for the. the that name. <laughs> you're, you're not uh, happy he, with him. He, he's, he's out of my universe at this point. Yeah. I, I just don't understand how guys continue to get misstep after misstep after chance after chance. And look, we're all human. We all make mistakes. But after a while, you do have to learn, well, hey, I can't do this anymore if I want to do what I'm meant to do, which is play football. And we've been through that with a more talented wide receiver in Josh Gordon. Yeah. So, but and, if, and, and by the way, uh, that tells you how good Josh is in the locker room as a teammate, that mm-hmm. the Patriots were willing to stick by him. Yes! And they jettisoned Antonio Brown after one game in 11 days. Bootski. So... That was... that was. Uh, and I don't want... By the way, I am not advocating for the Browns to go get him at all. Uh, no, I like the chemistry no, of this locker room right, Antonio Brown's right toxic. where it is. I don't want to kill it. And I tell you what, I know we're not in the business of giving the Steelers a compliment. Right. But, man, did they sell high <laughs> after Ooh. buying low on Antonio Brown. Man, I'll tell you this, though. Steelers are 0-2. Okay? Now they ain't got, taking him back. Now you got, no, 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 not they're coming not. back. But now you got Mason Rudolph in. This is why, okay, the Browns should have beat Tennessee. So now in that schedule to catch up, you got to win a game you're not supposed to. Right. And one of those games should be this Sunday. The Browns, I think, matter in their comfort zone a little bit. They love being underdogs. Baker Mayfield loves being an underdog. Freddie Kitchen loves being an underdog. They're underdogs. Sunday yeah, night football, no nation's eyes on them. All these injuries, nobody expects you to win. Brightest lights, can they do it? That's going to be the question. Let's get into our game picks right now. Score and prediction. What are you thinking? I wanted to be so confident know, going into this I because know. it's live. Everybody's feeling right, good. We're here. It's Friday. We're in the work week's over. Yep. It's time to uh, celebrate feeling football. Good. Indians I've had my playing, pumpkin roll. Indians are playing well tonight. You had your award-winning yep, pumpkin roll. Yeah, Jesse. From Jesse, <laughs> from Matt's my wife. beautiful wife, yep, Jesse. Awesome. Um, and, and good food from the barbecue. Too, I'm so, Matt, great job on the barbecue. <laughs> um, here, here in Strongsville, yeah. But yeah, everything's going in a positive direction. I just feel like there's too many weapons facing this yeah. Browns team, yeah. and I, I think they can keep it reasonably close. Okay. I'm saying 27-14. Los Angeles. I think if you can keep the if you can keep the Rams under thirty, you got a shot. I, I like would that agree. Score. Yeah, I would agree, but I just don't know that the Browns are going to do enough to stay out of their own way offensively. Right. Especially if they've got to go complete patchwork offensive line yeah. with Justin McCray and then Austin Corbett as your emergency break glass in case of yeah yeah what fill in the blank whether you need them at center guard or tackle. Yeah, we're going to be seeing. Hey, Tony. Uh, they're on the uh, watching and on Sue, Facebook thank Live. Thank you very much and for Sue, watching. Hello, hello. Um, we're gonna be we're gonna see what Baker Mayfield and Freddie Kitchens are like at adjusting. Okay, that that's gonna be very that's a very interesting side storyline to me. How are you gonna be adept at adjusting? Where you know you gotta make shorter, quicker passes to Matt earn the right to go deep. Right, right. You got yeah. you have to set it up. You got to set it up. It's like you can't go for in and I the sports guys, me especially, love boxing and combat sport yeah. analogies. You can't go for the haymaker 
every single punch. Guard jab. You have to set up yep. with body shots yep. and jabs, and then when you get them leaning or you catch them, you know, trying to protect a body shot, then, then hit them with the overhand right. Look at Steve Miocic. Beautiful oh, game Steve plan Bay. in that fourth round against Cormier. Attack the ribs, and Cormier started to falter a little bit. Bam. Then you move in for the finish. It's the same in football. It's yep. the exact same thing. Think of those short passes, those slant routes, those crossing patterns as body blows. Yeah. Yep. And your and over running the plays. top throw to Odell Beckham Jr. or Jarvis Landry as your knockout punch. Yes. You got you have to set up short gains to hit the long ones. And I've said this about Nick Chubb, I can't tell you how many times. Nick Chubb is a guy who will drive you nuts as a fantasy owner, <laughs> but then he's going to make you very happy at the end. You can bust one, but you got to stick with him. He, yes, it's it's a slow burn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's going to yeah. have a lot of two, three, four-yard rushes. He's going to chip away. And then all of a sudden, bam, 20 yards down the field, he's gone. He's gone. It's a very good way of attacking a very aggressive Agreed. defense. Agreed. You I, take away, if you neutralize their aggressiveness up front, you have a shot. Yeah. You definitely do. Okay, this is my prediction. And maybe it's because I'm down here, Matt. Maybe it's because I'm feeling good. You're feeling good. good. Now, I'm feeling good. Feeling dangerous, right? Feeling like Baker. Hopefully, he feels more dangerous than I do. That would help. I, I think he'll be just fine. I hope so. Uh, I'm going to keep say, him upright. I'm going to say Browns 28, Rams 24. Book it. Browns win. Upset the world. Shut up all those national critics. And Colin Coward, you, can, you know where to stick it, baby. Okay. <laughs> 28-24, and then you get the Browns at 2-1. and Then guess what? I think the Ravens are going to lose to those Kansas City Chiefs this week. Oh, no, yeah, right? I agree with you on and that And then one. we're going to go into that and mark my words, people. Listen, listen to old Uncle Andy here, all right? <laughs> Lamar Jackson, fake, fake QB, fake. He's going to be exposed. He's going to be planted in the dirt. He's going to get hurt before the year is out, and the Browns will overtake. The he was exposed a little bit in that Charger game in the playoffs last Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Everybody got all excited about him after the Miami game. Yeah, boo-hoo. I can beat Miami. Miami is not good. They are no. not good at football right now. Um, the players are asking to be traded now. Right. Open, when the Browns well, were 31 they weren't asked to be they, traded. They told management, do not trade Laramie Tunsil. He's one of the most popular players in the locker yeah. room, Bye -bye. and we're all going to want to go if you trade him because you're basically punting on 2019 Correct. and 2020, mm -hmm. realistically. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they've got a full-on mutiny there. Yeah. So you should beat them by a considerable margin. Yeah. Uh, and the Browns will get their crack at Miami, uh, I believe, in November. I think it's uh, that third week of November it's when in they Miami. play – no, it's in is Cleveland. Is it here? Yeah, it's oh, in Cleveland okay, because okay. there are two road games in the AFC East or the Jets, and that's already done, and then they get the Pats on the road Dude, at the end of October. bring a Miami team that's maybe one win into the cold. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. book it. Book it. That, that's a guarantee. So I say Browns win 28, what did I say, 24, 24, and you say? I said 27-14 Los Angeles. For the bad guys. We're gonna, let us know what you think. At Andy MC. That was one. my heel turn for At the Matt Dog Hodge, I was Matt so went, positive Matt the first heel. two weeks. All right, I love it. <laughs> Make sure to check out our guys at clevelandwhiskey.com. they got great shirts. If you're watching on Facebook Live, I'm wearing one right now. You go clevelandwhiskey.com. Look at that. Come on now. Come on. My guys at Cleveland Whiskey. If you're in Ohio, if you're outside of Ohio, check out all the great award-winning blends. And you go to clevelandwhiskey.com, and you can find out where they distribute in the state close to you. So make sure you check that out. Great cocktail recipes, too. I with awesome whiskey sour, man. You know I'm, a, I'm an old-fashioned guy. Tried the whiskey sour recipe. 
on Cleveland Whiskey, and it was terrific. Check it all out. For Matt Florjancic, I'm Andy McNamara. You've been listening to The Doghouse on SB Nation. Dogs by nature. Go Browns.